some cornholio I need teepee for my bunghole I want all your cappuccino Do it, brother Beavis Are you threatening me? You do not want to face the wrath of my bunghole Your friend is, uh, unusual Amazing energy I'd love to see his portfolio Portfolio? Would you like to see my portfolio? I have a portfolio in my bunghole With my olio Wow, this is groundbreaking stuff, man Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. He's back, back and better than ever. Dun, 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 dun. He's back, back and better than ever. So you're not talking about yourself, because that wouldn't make any sense. Nope. No. And this is episode 76, Lethal Weapon 3. Dun, 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 dun. And the best thing about this movie is that they made the pinball machine off it. What Leo wants, Leo gets. Yep. That's the best thing about it. He's no longer lethal in this one. He, he, he actually gets his ass kicked most of the movie. And this is when Rene Russo was like in every movie ever, like yes, for, for a short period. Around. Yeah, she was like in every single movie for like a couple year, two or three year period. Dun, 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 dun. But we're not alone, Bruce. Okay, enough of that. We're not alone. We have a guest. We have the most controversial guest we've ever had on. He is the most polarizing. He is the most electrifying man in all of pinball. He is not Zach Sharp, but Zach Fry. Hi, Zach. Spider-Man sucks. (laughs) Gottlieb Spider-Man is a terrible game. I agree. I mean, I've heard that other people love that game, too, but... Me... I can't trust any other taste either. Okay, 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 okay. Why is it not a good game? The shots are too small and the fools suck. Wait a second. Whoa, 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 now hold on. What? Now I'm going to go against you. Wait a minute. Star, Star Wars our shots are tighter and the rules suck. So going by that theory alone, no, Star only Wars one of the shots on Star Wars has a narrower is narrower. No, there's two. There's definitely two. That left ramp is even tight. The left ramp is like three inches wide. This is going to be a great podcast. Easy shot wait. in the game. Can we just argue about games the entire time? It will be great because it's just terrible. I mean, you 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 have to give a better explanation. You can't just say the rules suck. What suck about the rules? It's just multi ball all day. All right. So so if it's multi ball day, then that just automatically sucks in your opinion. Well, there's there's no thought that goes into it. You just. Well, you're in multi-ball, you start getting ready for the other multi-ball, and once you're done with that multi-ball, you start that multi-ball, and you get ready for the first one again. It's called stacking multi-balls. It's great. No. No? And it has a very wide shot. It's called Sandman. It's pretty hard to miss that guy, I, w- I Yeah, the shot you don't want to hit, you mean? Of course you want to hit him. It hardly ever drains. Come on. This is not like Metallica where it goes down the middle or something like that, you know? Imagine if Sandman had a magnet in front of it. Yeah, it doesn't have a magnet oh, in front of it. Okay, now after that wonderful start. And Star Wars does not suck, so we're good on that. Star Wars does not suck? It really sucks. Oh, um, You want to try that again, Bruce? No, no, it really sucks. It doesn't suck. It really sucks. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Zach can explain to us why Star Wars doesn't suck. Well, it's not the layout. 
It's the modes. To make it suck? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, they actually matter. <laughs> They're not like Spider-Man where you just play them for points or ignore them or time them out or anything. You've got to complete them to get to your multiballs. You have to earn your multiballs. But the multipliers are so great on it. Nah. That's the one flaw I find majorly in that game. That's the biggest flaw in my opinion, too. So we actually agree? Wow. That never happens. That never happens. It never does, actually. That never happens. Actually. 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 So, what do we got? Let's... Let's let's just start with the uh, the news this week at Pinball. Let's go to the mail ball bag. I just started a new. Let's all the news that's fit to print. But that's not the mail ball bag. That would be a I piece know. of news. A piece of news. All the news that's fit to print. Mm-hmm. Hi Jeff. Hi Jeff. Do you know Alice Cooper's coming out? I've heard of it. Have you heard of Alice Cooper's act? Do you know what that is? Uh, well, apparently he's a pinball machine. <laughs> and like I guess he was in Dark Shadows the remake I don't know who he was in that either though sort of confusing he's a golfer I, th- I, think. <laughs> I, think that's, I think he just golfs now I think that's his thing so uh, yeah, this week been pinball they, they took the like 10 second teaser video and tried to extract as much info as possible from it so zero <laughs> we know it has an LCD screen and it has pictures of Alice Cooper on it. And it has a Happa Trail. It's got X's on the playfield. Oh, X's, yep. The ever-creative X's. Never overused once. Never one. Re- select yep. monster mode. Yeah, select monster mode. And did I mention it has an LCD screen? Yes, I did. Just like every other spooky game? No, no, this is the first one with an LCD screen. I mean, it's fake dots, isn't it? But it's like still actually an LCD screen in the old ones, right? Uh, colored but with worse resolution. Yeah. So this one, and it looks like the fonts are some kind of, looks like almost like a comic book type font. Yeah. Let's go up to 13. I noticed that. It will be at the Texas Pinball Festival. It will be. And there's pool. There's a pool table in it, I see. So that's that. After that thorough review. Wow, we really knocked that out of the park. We knocked that out of the park, man. We we are awesome. Well, I've been told we jumped the shark. Well, Tell them the story first. The story is, you know, a couple of podcasters we thought were our friends just stabbed us in the back. Yes, I feel the pain. I mean, should we even mention their names? I mean... Oh, yeah, we'll call them out. All right, so Martin of uh, Pinball Profile and Jeff Teolis of Head to Head... Oh, wait a minute. Did did I get that wrong? I'm sorry. Yeah, you got the the, the poser's names inverted. Oh, inverted. So it's uh, Jeff Teolis of Pinball Profile and Martin of the Head to Head Podcast. Yes. Martin said that we were we jumped a shark, and Jeff agreed with him. Yeah, since we took off that month, and you know, we haven't been good since. So uh, I have a new theory. We're not jumping the shark, baby. We're diving underneath the shark. No one's ever done that. I think we're at the top of the mountain, but we're only halfway up. Yes. That's what I think. We'll get higher and I think after last week's lunacy, I would think we're we're we we have not jumped the shark. No, no. Or maybe that was the jump the shark moment. No, because it was recorded before that. It was recorded in disc. That is correct. See? Did you know there's more info on the rumored Kingpin remake? There is. Circus Maximus. They showed a picture of the playfield, kind of, on a rotisserie. So it is is being built. 
They show the bottom of the playfield. Yes. Or, or they're just doing a playfield swap. Well, yeah. Of a playfield that looks a lot like Kingpin. Let's put it that yes. way. Well, I, I was confused about all the drivers underneath that playfield. Uh, yeah, it looks like a different board system they're probably going to use. Yeah. It's not going to use the Capcom system, so it's got all the circuit boards under the playfield again, because that's a very popular thing now. It's so reliable, right? <laughs> it's using Capcom flippers, flipper coils, and mechs. And it is. But yeah, I am kind of scared seeing all those boards yeah. underneath the playfield. That just scares me. Why? Why are they all doing that? Well, I know it's cost, but still. But there's some alternate art. Yes. Looks like it was uh, going to be drawn by Dave Christensen for the LE only. Because that, these are all rumors. None of this is 100% fact, but um, it's probably fact. It looks like some pretty cool uh, LE artwork. Yeah. If you like the Dave Christensen 70s style artwork, you're going to like this. It's got gangsters, guns. Chicago Follies. Yep. Scandally clad women, so there'll be more uh, uproar. Uh, she's got she's got enough clothes on. Nope, she's the same dress as uh, as Lucy, and you know how people no. freaked out about Lucy. No, no. Oh, that's no, right. No. She's got a hat on her head. No, no. <sighs> <laughs> on to the next one. So that looks cool. I, I always like Kingpin over Big Bang Bar. I made that clear. Yep, I like Kingpin too. You know that. Really like to play this. Because I, yes. I can tell you if it plays like the original. Me too. We're one of the few people who could probably tell you that. <laughs> yes. Have you seen any of that, Zach? Do you have any idea what we're talking about? I mean, I can imagine things, but I've never seen any of it. I don't get the news. I come to you guys for the news, and you've let me down this time. Why did we let you down? Well, because you haven't told me the news ahead of time yet. Okay, um, we're going to be talking about Kingpin. It was this Capcom game that, that never came out. They, they, it was in prototype stage when they went out of business in 1996. They made some spinners on it. Yes, two, two. I think it's three. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you might be right. It's got, it's got the crisscross ramps. Think of like you know taxi and and fishtails, but just imagine they have spinners on both of them. So it's hard to get up them. No, 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 no. It's really easy. These are Capcom flippers. These are the strongest flippers that were ever made. There is yes. no issues hitting anything with this, these flippers. Like you think of Airborne. You ever play Airborne, Zach? No. That's got a lot of ramps, steep ramps, and Capcom flippers can hit them. I keep trying to play it, and it's always broken. Well, that's another theory behind that's, it. That's know. another de- But they had the steepest ramps ever in that game. You could only hit those ramps with Capcom flippers. Mm-hmm. So that's Kingpin. Coming soon to a show near you. Yes. Probably Texas Pinball Festival once again. Yes, yes. And then we have the five days of deep root. Oh, I love getting deep rooted. For five days, you're going to get deep rooted. You know what the five days of deep root are? Explain it to us, Ron. I don't even really understand it. It's just day one, the deep root standard. Day two, design. Day three, immersion. Day four, Culture. Day five. Launch event. Hey, I got, I got a lot of culture here. Uh, but they hired some some designers. They, they've yes, taken they did. the wallet out, so we know they have money. So far. They can <laughs> so, run out really fast. <laughs> they hired Barry Osler. Yes. Dennis Nordman. 
and John Norris of Gottlieb fame. So I'm sure you're excited. Actually, I like John Norris's better than Trudeau's games. So you like teed off then? No, I like <sighs> uh, lights, camera, action. Actually, did he do teed off? He probably didn't. Someone's going to correct me on that. And Deep Root plans to build John Papaduke's original Houdini design. Why, I don't know. And American <laughs> Pinball's already doing that. Yeah. And the, the one I'm most excited about, Fire and Brimstone, a Bible-themed pin. Yes, I cannot wait oh. to have the Holy Rollers playing pinball. Oh, so Jesus can literally take the flippers now. Jeebus can take the wheel. Get like Phantom Flip in there. but Yes. Yep. Yep. They have a walk on water mode probably or something. They're going to have a crucifix mode. Heretic mode. That, that wouldn't go I, good. I sure hope so. You can use the pinball to drive the nails into the hand. Oh. <laughs> Zach has increased his popularity. All comments talked about by Zach are not a, are not the opinions of Bruce and Ron from the Slam Hill podcast. And if you would like to comment, <laughs> you can go to his Twitch stream when it's up. Uh. <laughs> wow. I'm sure that will go over well. That'll go over as well as Zingy Bingy did. Yeah. I, I can kill Deep Fruit with it. <laughs> Sounds great. It's such it's a bad idea. Oh. Here here's here's a funny story for you, Bruce. What's that? My dad was reading, I think, Tilt Forums, and he found the original article about Deep Root and the interview they did with the guy, you know, where he said, like, making pinballs was easy. Yes, because it's going to be modular now. My father was like, is this guy an idiot? Yeah. Which is hilarious. that he, even, even my father, who doesn't, isn't as deep into this, even him reading that, he knows making pinballs is hard. It is. We'll see what happens. It's just, okay. So are they making five pinball machines then? Because they've got these two designs and they got three designers more. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going more on. More. It's, it's... Yeah, it's probably to try to make them work. Oh, and, and also I forgot. They also hired David Thiel. Yes, which Mr. is good. Mr. Sound. He's like, God, he works for, he's like the Everybody. nomad. He works for Stern. He works for Jersey Jack, Highway. You got the dollar, he's got the sound. Literally. I like that. That should yes, be his, he, uh, he should make that his logo or something. You got this money. We got, I the, got sound. the sound. Yep. Okay, so then we have uh, Thunderbirds are being built. Yes. I'm looking at this play field that's on This Week in Pinball. Mm-hmm. I noticed a couple things that are kind of cool, but kind of wacky on it. Kind of cool, but kind of wacky. Now, have they, they've changed stuff since the... I'm going by underneath stuff right away. Oh, okay. I'm going above the playfield where I see Let's go above first. huge plastic ramps. Think think like mid-80s Bally Midway. Yes. How, what do you think of those games, Zach? How do they fall on the, uh, the Zach scale? You mean like City Slicker? So yeah, yeah, City Slicker, Lost World. Strange Science? Yeah, yeah, like those games. Oh, man. I hate those. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you, you you have some taste. All right. So that that was the right answer, by the way. There are right and wrong answers here. So it's got some rocket thing with a like the largest ramp I've ever seen. I mean, I don't know how you would miss this ramp shot. The ramp's got to uh, be like four inches wide. Yep. It's got this ramp in the center. Which is the steepest ramp I've ever seen. It's going to be interesting. But well, you were talking about underneath the plate field. Uh, what, what do you see interesting there, Bruce? Well, first I'm looking at, if you look at the pop bumper assemblies, they look like they stole them from Data East. Sounds good. And then if you look at the back area where the 
if like you were looking at where to play field rolls, there's actually a roller bearing on the backside where it would slide the play field in and out, which is kind of cool, actually. All right. I like that. And it has uh, slider rails. That's always yeah. good. Yes, it does. Which means it's ready for action to pull out every time you have a breakdown with this. Always got to be ready to pull out. Oh, my. Oh, my. Other than that, there's a lot of wiring mess in this. A wiring mess? Yeah, they didn't They didn't loom it right. Oh, Bruce is uh, accusing them of improper looming. Zach, have you seen this play field? No, I was trying to find the picture of it. If you go to This Week in Pinball. That's thisweekinpinball.com. And you look at that wiring harness. What do you think? Uh, I've done worse. Yes, but that's you. This is a manufacturer making commercial equipment. I mean, they're making at least three of them, we can see from the picture. Yeah. They have three orders. We're good. Maybe <laughs> four. Maybe four orders. Jesus. <laughs> Thunderbirds are gone. Looks like William's Flipper Mix. They do. William's Trough. Yep, William's Trough. Uh, William's Kick uh, Slingshots also. Are those Williams? Those they look, look weird like to me. They got no? like a 90 degree angle in them. No, they're they're Williams. Williams are like a Bally style, an older Bally style. Of course, no one can see any of this while they're listening to our podcast. I'm sure they'll just pull it up magically at the same time that they yeah, watch it. Yeah, while they're driving, they're listening to it. Yeah. They're popping their phones on. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to mention this because of the way they badmouthed us, but head-to-head pinball, they, they got a good interview. Yeah, they did. With Eric the guy that no one can say his last name, including us, from Jersey Jack Pinball. Eric Munier. Or M- M- Munier? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. Why do you try, Ron? I-, I don't know. Maybe I'll get it right someday. But the guy who's making Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Check out the Head to Head Pinball podcast to hear that interview. I'm sure it's awesome. It is awesome. It's great. Can't wait to play that at Texas, see how far along it's come. I'm curious of what they've changed since we played it at Expo. You know, the Total Nuclear Annihilation soundtrack's out. Yeah, and people have been bashing the hell out of you about it. Bashing me? How, why are they bashing me? As, as a matter of fact, everyone has agreed with me so far. Wow, who has agreed with you so far? Well, Andy did, on the podcast. Yes. Okay. We did a little segment there where I played the original TNA music, the, the main theme, and the remastered version. Which the Players Pinball podcast commented about. One particular note that they changed, and Andy agreed with me. And then over the weekend, I was at a tournament of Rock Fantasy, which we'll talk about later, but the Pinball Princess Steph agreed with me, and Tim Balls, Tim Sexton, agreed with me. So what's your opinion, Ron? My opinion of what? About the music. I love the music. I wish they didn't change the main hook note and the main theme. And I, and I was worried about that as soon as I heard a remastered soundtrack, because I get worried when I hear things like that. Other than that, I, when I watched some of the streaming of the new software that's not available yet, uh, that was one of the only ones that was that much different. Most of the other stuff, there's little things added, little little tweaks here and there, but nothing like totally changing a note like that at least that i noticed and the uh, final episode of the game room junkies arcade podcast is done and we beat them because they're only going to 75 and we're on 76 <laughs> Woo-hoo! Well, how often did they 
Did they have it? Eight like, years. Eight years. Wow, that is impressive. I'm, yes. I'm giving, I'm giving some applause yes. here. That's the eight golf years. Clap. That's insane. I'm giving it a golf slash clap, and I'm not giving it a clap. <sighs> Very nice. <laughs> Did you know there's rumors that Tron Ve is 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 going to be coming yeah, out? That's not coming out. Oh, does Bruce have some insider info? No, just common sense. Just common sense. Lord of the Rings would make more money for Stern than Tron VE. Really? And it's a better game. Rumor is Tron VE might implement an LCD screen instead of the dot matrix display. Yeah, well, the problem, I don't see that either. Way too much money into that development. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. But it says it's not on the radar for at least 24 months, so I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah. But I think Lord of the Rings would make them more money. I agree. What do you think of Lord of the Rings, Zach? Here it comes. Uh, what's the uh about? It doesn't shoot very well. It doesn't shoot very That literally is its strongest point. I thought the strongest point was the code. No, it shoots that great awesome. Keith Johnson rule set. And has the code. As opposed to, say, Simpsons Pinball Party that doesn't shoot well and has the code. I actually like Simpsons, too. Yeah, I can actually hit the shots on Simpsons. That's different. What does it matter with you? How do you not like... I, I don't understand. What, what what universe are you from? I mean, I don't know where I came from, but I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's from a different pinball universe. I like Lord of the Rings because I still own mine. Yes, you do. After 13 years. Because you're intelligent. And you have yes, the original version, which is far superior. Unlike that other version. Yeah, I like all the later versions where the magnet doesn't work. Yes. Magnet? Yeah, the magnet. magnet. Yeah, you know, the oh, magnet. The ring. The ring, yes. yeah. Yeah, the, the cool I, I, little effect it does. I, I was picturing a Balrog bash magnet or something. No. No, God, no. Great shots, great bash toy, great ring toy. I, I just, great, great game. Stolen from Austin Powers. But They stole everything from Austin Powers. Yeah. They, they stole the crossbow, the, the ring, the, the Ironmonger. That was like the most ripped off game. Fat bastard. Yeah. The Straight Down the Middle guys did like a two-hour review of Houdini. And Skillshot failed. Skillshot failed? What does that mean? That's one of the pictures on their thing where it says if you miss a Skillshot, as you always complain about that game should not tell you that you failed. Yep. It says Skillshot failed. I hate that. So Zach probably likes when it says you failed. See, that's another good thing about Star Wars is you can actually fail things. You, you can't just keep trying forever. But, but what's your opinion about the game telling you failed? Well, did you fail? Well, yes, technically you you failed. Well, then you failed, so... Wait, guess what? Wait, hold on, Zach. Powder coat it or something. Don't you always fail in pinball? No, that... Eventually, in the end, you always die. You always fail once. You always fail three times. In Alien and in Houdini, you can fail more and more and more. I know, but you always fail in pinball. It's a given. You always fail three times. Yes, at least. Unless you win the game, and then you technically won also. No, because even when you get the Valon or anything else, it still plays on. What if you just walk off? Then you quit. Yeah, so you didn't fail. Yes, you did. You quit. You failed. How about a timed game? Then the time is going to run out. James Bond? Ooh. Or Travel Time? Or... Beat the Clock. Or Safe Cracker? Operation Thunder? 
or is that Operation Thunder? Yep, that's that's you. It's basically the same thing. You lose fuel. You run out of fuel and crash. All these games, people just love. No, they hate them all. They hate that. They give me try- two. Give me five. Give me a double time. Yeah, they tried that concept, and all those games we mentioned, and they've all bombed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't use time based. People don't like that. I mean, to, to be fair, most of Gottlieb's games bombed, so you can't really like say that that's the cause. That's true. That is true. Terrible rule sets and amongst other things. Are, Great flipper mechs. Yeah. You can trap everything under the sun. W- which beat the clock was it, anyway? Uh, Bally. Bally. So all of Bally's games no, then sorry. failed anyway, too, so you still can't compare. 85, 86. Sorry, beat the clock. Is. Even worse. No, no, I thought it was 82. No, because it's a 6803. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. 1985. Bingo! Have a nice day. 6803. Boom! No, it's not. It is! No, it's not. A whole 500 units manufactured. That means it's only slightly worse than Spectrum. Right? It is a 6803, Ron. And they did use Squawk and Talks back then. I'm looking right at it. Yeah? 1963. I told you. That's the Williams one. Yeah. That's not the Bally. We said said Bally. I'm talking about the Williams one. Yep, 1963. It doesn't have a squawking talk in it either. Yeah, it doesn't have a squawking talk in it either, so guess what? You're wrong there, too. No, I'm not. I wouldn't mind the 63 version. I'd like to have one of those. I actually don't mind the 85 version, except for that you have this, this stupid 6803 system. It's a great oh. system, Bruce. Come on. No, it's not. You you touched it. You were getting frustrated by it, too. I, I just love that keypad. It's great. Touched it? What does that mean? He touched mine. He touched my 6803. He touched your 6803. Oh, my God. What the hell game was that? 8-Ball Champ? Yeah. Ah. That's the one thing that would kind of stop me from getting that game. Yes, that is the only, that's the thing that actually got made me want to get rid of it. Yeah. Particle board cabinets and a keypad. And it was heavier than fucking hell. Was it, Zach? Yeah. It was a tank. So, uh, Zach, how is my Dragon Fist coming along? Uh, it flips. It flips. It bounces. It bounces. It That's spins. all you need again. It spins. But is it str- it's not strong enough to beat Ron's cock spinner, is it? No, I, I can only get about uh, 40 spins out of it, not the 68 that Ron had. Well, that was a double hit. So the, 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 the longest single hit is like 57. So we just need to go loose, get that goose up a little bit. We're ready to beat his cock spinner. Yeah, I think the... Uh... The left flipper seems a bit weak, so that'll help, too, if, once we fix that. You replace the flippers yet or anything, or no? Uh, I haven't done the EOS or the cabinet switch yet. Okay, which he just got for me this weekend. So combined, I'm sure that'll help somewhat. I love all the Mylar. Oh, no, you don't. Mylar's great. <laughs> Except <laughs> people know what they're problem. doing. <laughs> so it's got wear and then Mylar over the wear. I don't mind going over the wear. I don't mind when... That at all. I just don't like when it's bubbled and it didn't lay it flat. Fail. It was a true flail. Fail. Just, just outright creases, not even like bubbles. But yeah, just... yeah it's bad. So if anyone has an NOS play field for a dragon fish, <laughs> contact me at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> just send it to slamtillpodcast at gmail.com and I will make sure Bruce does not get it and I get it first. Wow, do you see this cock blocking here? Okay, you got to start contacting our uh, backlash guy. We have a backlash guy? You mean the one that you talked about contacting that I've never talked to? Neither have I. 
Exactly. So, so you should really get in contact with him. Yeah, so how is he our guy when we've never used him? Well, we'll have to use him for both of our play field, both of our back glasses. Your terminology is on a different plane of existence also. It is. Yeah. Our guy. Our guy. Okay. Uh, by the way, beat the clock sucks regardless. It doesn't matter. Which one? The one in 1982 that they have incorrectly is 1985. It's incorrect. It's wrong. It is, no, it is not. Yep, IPDB is wrong. Would you like to make money on this? I bet? can't possibly be wrong here. Okay, good. Yeah. Since I know I'm right on this one, I'm just going to take this as a true blue, of course, Bruce win. One thing you're not going to win, face off. Although we're going to change things up this time. Zach requested a change in this one. And I had to agree with him. Of course, you and had to agree with him. Begging for this, well, I've been begging for this for weeks. Every time we do this, should Williams and Bally be split? Sure. Okay. Great. See, so now Ron agrees. Also, Yay. so now we're going to org. Ron still gets first pick. Would you like to do it, Ron? Since you had to do it last time, right? No, no. We'll have Zach do it. So Zach, go to random.org. All right. Put in Williams. Random. For list. Lists. All right. Williams. Bally. Bally. Scott Lieb, I assume, or just Williams and Bally. And Dead East. Yep. All four. All right. You cannot tell. You keep the list. When you randomize it and then you show it, tell him the first game only that comes up on your list. And then Ron can either accept it or pass. The first manufacturer only, you mean, not game. The first manufacturer on the list is Bally. Ooh. Does he take it or does he pass? Take. Take. What is the second? Data East. <laughs> Perfect. <'cause laughs> it, is, it is Lethal Weapon 3, so I should automatically get the win for that one. Uh, if I was judging, yes. But I'm not judging. Everybody dance now. What do you think of Lethal Weapon 3, Zach? It sucks. See? <laughs> I'm helping you out, Bruce. Oh, no, you're not. Cause now you just said it sucks. I'm screwed. Although, to be fair, the only one I played was at uh, the Game Vault. And it was not level at all. See, that's not a fair... Uh, it's it's so fun. It's got great music. It's got great, like, you know... You like the you like the button on Star Wars. This has... You reach down and you gotta, you gotta shoot people and kill them. That's great. Ron, I thought you were Bally here. Uh, you're right. So I'm Bally. Hi, I'm Bally Ron. So let me get the list up here. Make sure I get my Bally's in a row. I'm getting mine up. Hold on. I'm getting mine up. Yes, Hold you up, are. Oh, my. Ooh. It's funny. They list him as Midway here, but I got Adam's Family, Black Rose, Doctor Who, and Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. My choices. Yay. I'm going to mine now. Since you went first, got the pick. You get to go first. Well, I know if I pick a certain game, you're going to pick another game against it because he just said it sucks. So you still have the advantage here. Of course I do. So i got to get into the mind of Zach. What would Zach like? But this is a weird area where I just have no idea what he would possibly like. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Classic... 50s theme. Pedophile. 
Okay. <laughs> Made by non-pedophiles other than one. With cool art, cool little hologram effect of the actual creature works. from the Black Lagoon. It works fine. <laughs> if you're going to start interrupting me, man, I'm going to interrupt the fuck out of you when you do yours. <laughs> creature hologram, baby. Like I said, it's got a bunch of 50 songs that you can um, that, that play during the game. Cool multi-ball. It's got, I mean, very uh, a layered multi-ball approach where you have to spell film. Then you have to hit the start shot. Then you have to find the girl. Then you have to hit it in the snack bar. again. Then you have to hit it in the snack bar again. However, you can also hit the ramp and build up your multiplier for a larger jackpot. Then you go into the pop bumpers to get your try to light your super jackpot. It truly is a game with the thing. But it also has other cool like snack bar modes. It's got nice flowing ramps. Just great atmosphere, good lighting, nice little whirlpool ramp. A a Williams classic if there ever was one. I give you creature from the Black Lagoon. I yield the floor. I can't hear the applause. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're going with the second best Star Wars game in Zach's mind. Star Wars Data East. You have a John Borg classic design with R2-D2 and all the toys and characters that you need. You even have a Death Star. Always broken. That moves and makes the shots easily into it. Always broken. You, you have a pop-up, you know, R2-D2, great shots. You have one great, excellent ramp. Just one ramp. Good loops. With the new rules, it's even a better game than ever. Four pop bumpers in the classic style, just like some other Williams designers. Rip off. Yeah. Hey, you told me I'm gonna. You want me to go back at it? I stopped when you did. See, uh, you have the classic System Eleven Data East architecture. You can make some popcorn on the PPB board, but it's great game. Good artwork, hand-drawn artwork, good cabinet, great sounds, because it is stereo. I give you Star Wars from Data East. I yield the floor. (sighs) (laughs) You know, I didn't think that you'd be able to lose to Creature Bruce, but uh, you chose the game of only two shots. There's actually four shots in this game. No, the video yes, mode shot doesn't count. There, each loop goes. You get C C three PO. You get the shot there. You get the other shot for R two D two. You have the Death Star and then the ramp. So there's four shots. Sure, there is. There is. Sure. Nah. Nah, that game's pretty boring. <laughs> I like the detailed description. Nah. But on the other hand, Creature from the Lagoon has move your car, so can't beat move your car. All right. Does that mean I won that one? Yeah. Woohoo! Yes. Okay, Bruce. I'm pulling out the I'm pulling out the guns, big boys. You can pull out whatever you want. You're losing this one. Michael Jordan. What? Michael Jordan. It's the better lethal weapon. What does that have to do with Michael Jordan? There is a pinball machine done by Data East oh, in 1992. Jesus Christ. Michael Jordan. Oh. 
You mean like one of three times they ripped off the Lethal Weapon playfield? Yes! Seven made. Basketball themed. Actually, the artwork I actually like better than the regular Lethal Weapon artwork. The ramps are really, really done better, actually, in this whole game. Fun game. Great game. You even get MJ sounds and effects on it. With MJ on the play field. I yield the floor. Okay, Zach, do you have any idea who Michael Jordan is? Uh, I think he plays a sport. See? Yeah, See? Uh, that's, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Perfect. I figured that. So so do I even bother going for the slam dunk, if you will? See see what I did there? The slam dunk? Or do I take a chance with another one that everyone else likes that he'll probably hate just because he's Zach? Hmm. Let's just add some variety to the game. I'm going to go with the Adams Family. Adams Family. The largest selling game ever, which they say all the time, which really isn't true because I believe Ballyhoo sold like 50,000 units, but that was like a tabletop game, but whatever. Yes. But who is counting? But who's, ca- who's counting? Adam's Family. Classic Pat Lawler masterpiece. It's got the bookcase with your opto sensor. It's got thing flips. The shot that learns and, and actually works. I, I have to say, and all the times I've played it, it actually works most of the time, which is impressive. It's got two ramps. It's got the chair. It's got great sound package, great music, great multi-ball start sequence, one of the best of all time. And it's got Thing, one of the coolest toys ever. And it actually works. It comes out and grabs your ball and brings it back in. I mean, how, how can you not like Thing? There's so much awesomeness. Hand-drawn artwork. Art fits the theme. You have custom Callouts when they actually could afford to have the stars of the movie actually do custom callouts, both Raul Julia and um, Angelica Houston. This is an all-time classic, one of the greatest games ever made. I give you the Adams Family. I yield the floor. So on one hand, we've got the Adams Family with a whole three shots you ever shoot, and on the other hand, we got Lethal Weapon, which I don't even know how many shots you shoot, but there's a ton on the playfield. Wow. What do you do in Leaf Weapon anyway? You go for like, one, two, three. One, two, three. Are you That's sure? It? That's Michael Jordan you're talking about. Now Leaf well, Weapon. Same thing. It's same thing. The numbers are all still the same. Oh, okay. Is there, an, is there a number on Michael Jordan? Yes, there is. One, two, three. See, I tried to look at Michael Jordan, but the pictures are so small I couldn't see anything. I've actually played it, so that was actually kind of cool. At, uh, it was at Expo one year. It does have those snazzy ramps. It does. Look at that white powder coat. Mm-hmm. But on the hand, Adam's family has Val Julia. So, like, it wins by default right there. Some of the best call-outs in all of pinball. Wow, a compliment from Zach. Amazing. Okay, your third and final pick since you've won. All right, let's, let's put the beat down. I'm going to pick Zach's favorite DMD game, Black Rose. Do I even need to sell it? But I'm going to sell it anyway. A multitude of shots. Innovative play field. Innovative shots. It has the cannon. One of, one of the cooler uses of the catapult. We're not just going to use it to, to put the ball through the air. We're, we're going to put it underneath the play field and have it come out. You're actually going to, you're going to fire at ships 
and knock them down. You have multiple video modes, not just one video mode. You have multiple video modes because we love video modes. You have just great features. They sync ship letters. So things are actually worth it's actually worth shooting things to get your sync ship letters. It's got adequate music and sound. It's got good artwork, hand-drawn artwork. If everything fits the pirate theme. And if you own one, please do not replace the balls with the, the black pinballs because you can't see them. Just just a tip there. I give you black rose. Now I got a toss up here. Do I go with the slam dunk? Do I go with the other pirate game? Or do I go with the third one? That's even better. I'm going with the third one. Aaron Spelling. <laughs> so you didn't go for Hook? <laughs> no, fuck no. Aaron Spelling's way better than, than Hook. You have Aaron Spelling, the master of all TV sitcoms from the 70s and 80s. Wait, wait a minute. Sitcoms? Well, he did sitcoms. He did all the Love Boat, TV sh- Fantasy yeah, Island. Were, they were sitcoms. They're sitcoms. Fantasy They're Island hot. is not a sitcom. It had a canned fucking humor in the background. No, it's a it sitcom. didn't. No, it yes, didn't. It did. Bullshit. It did. Fantasy too. Island did not have a laugh track. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. And the dramatic dun dun. You know, at the, at the end of those things. You got me on the beat the clock thing, but man, I got you so bad on this one. There's no laugh track to freaking Fantasy but, uh, Island. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is my. This is my talk down, not yes. yours. So please, please yes, back yes. into your corner. Yes, sir. <laughs> we we don't. It was not more than just a cosmetic game. It actually had different playfield art, including a picture of Tori Spelling. Not just cosmetic. It has different art. Yes. <laughs> it has actually says, "I love you, Daddy." When you start the game. Oh, it does. It does, doesn't it? It does. God, I've actually played this. Is, what, yes. is this is this lethal weapon again? It's this. Was Richie Rich lethal weapon too? Yes, it was. There's Jesus four Christ! How many times did they reuse that playfield? Five, five times. And you're probably wondering what the fifth game is, don't you? No. Well, I I am Zach. So let's see. You got Michael Jordan, Lethal Weapon, Aaron Spelling, Richie Rich. Where the hell's the? F- What's I don't know. Another one off they did for somebody. You got it. Is and it's, it right now. Hold on, getting the title. Fail. Fail. It was made for the guy who was uh, running Namco at the time, who actually had cancer. And they made it for him for a one-off. I I thought that was Tommy that did that. Was it Tommy? I thought it was the other one. You you talked about Kabuki, right? Yes, I thought that was off of... No, that's off Tommy. Zach corrects him. Wrong! I love it. No, I'm not not kidding me on that one. I'm not caving on that one, even if you're wrong. Look, I'm looking right now. If you're wrong again, then I still I still come out ahead. Unless they made two different ones. I can't find it right now. Fail. Gonna change it. You can't spell Kabuki. You were right, Zach. Tommy. (sighs) Ah. Bruce wrong twice. So twice in one show. It's the first ever. Yep, I was only wrong once. So far. So far. (laughs) So go go back to selling your game. Oh, it's great. It's just lethal weapon with better artwork. <laughs> I love you, Daddy. <laughs> and great cabinet artwork. I yield the floor. <laughs> so, first of all, who the hell is Aaron Spelling? He was a director and producer of 
TV shows from the 70s and 80s. And even 90s. So, like, are you thinking, like, I've watched these things? 90210? 90210? No. Love Boat, Fantasy okay. Island, probably Charlie's no. Angels, I believe. No. Yep. Uh, let's see what, let's see, maybe, let's see what he wrote. <laughs> he retired long before Zach was even born. How the hell is he going to see any of these programs? His well, game uh, was made before I was born. Exactly. Uh, Seventh Heaven? Charmed? No. Because Charmed was made in 2006, so I thought we had a chance with that one. You, you realize he, he grew up without a television. I, I had a television. And what the hell was it tuned on? The uh, Dynasty? We, we only had, like, the local six channels. We don't have cable. So it was usually just, like, off. See? That's what I thought. Back to the actual games. Can you just give me my victory? I also want to point out, it doesn't say, I love you when you hit the start button. It's when you bash uh, the target with a picture of the daughter's face. It says it both. We, 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 we were laughing at it at Expo. So, that is messed up. Yes, it is. Because whenever he would start the game, he would hear his daughter say, I love you, Daddy. So, uh, yeah, not that one. <laughs> what Black was the other one? Rose. Black Rose. Sure. I mean, Sure. It's your favorite freaking DMD. Come on, put it over. I mean, as long as it's not Aaron Spelling. Darn, I lost. 3-0. Not even close, dude. Darn. I knew I was going to lose right off the bat. What confidence. It was. All right, Zach, bring up random.org. He was really confident that he would lose. Like, 1975, was. 1975 to like 1995. No, you can go 99, because you have still 19, Sega. No. No, because we're splitting up Valley and Williams. We 19, are splitting up now. 99. 99. Great, we'll get Sega action. Yes. All right. Ready? What's the year? 94. 94. Okay, that we haven't done. We have not done that. That's got some good games in it. Okay, so we have Williams. Valley. Valley. Premier. Data East and Daddy East. transitioning to Sega. Yeah, and so. Ice. Ice, no. No. So it's Data East. Has Capcom around yet, or did uh, Pinball Magic come out the next year? Next year, 95. Jesus, and so it, they were it, only around it, for two years. Yes. So it's it's Bally, Williams, Data East, and Premier. Since Bruce lost, he gets first pick. Put those four in, baby. Tell me All what right. I can go for. So, the first option is Bally. <sighs> Hold on, look in. I will, ta- I will take the Bally. You will take the Bally. I will take the Bally. Next one? Other, not, not Premier, please not. Williams. <laughs> yes! Oh, it is the first time ever. Bally versus Williams. Now, you only have three games to pick from. Uh, is, is that bad or good? Demo Man? Okay. Red and Ted. All right. And the Flintstones. Okay. Going right. against Corvette. Popeye saved the Earth. <laughs> I can actually get the Adams Family Special Edition. No. Just a thousand made during that 94. That's lame. No. It's the same game. Pinball Circus. No. They made two. The Shadow. There you go. World Cup Soccer. Ooh. Oh, ooh. 
This is going to be a good one. Ball. Next week's guest gets to uh, pick from these. Mm-hmm. How about World Cup soccer? You probably hate that, right, Zach? Uh, it's it's worse than the shadow. It's not as bad as Corvette. <laughs> I'll give it that. It's not Corvette. So shadows above the shadows, the highest. Then you're saying then it's World Cup soccer. Then you're saying Corvette. Yep. And then Popeye hate that. No, Popeye is better than Corvette. Wow. I I really hate Corvette. I do too, actually. It is astoundingly bad. Astoundingly no, bad. astoundingly bad. Come it's on. Shots are terrible. Oh, Jesus. It's a gimmick on the right-hand side of the drag strip. Yeah, it, 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 makes, never... it makes the shots on Star Wars look like they have flow. No, it's not going to push it. Wow. We should have a new segment when we have Zach on. He just, like, he just ranks games one, two, three. Actually, I would have taken Data East. Data East had some good ones this year, too. Guns and Roses. Yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah. And Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've owned half those, so. Rank those four then, Zach. Uh, Tommy number one, of course. Tommy number one. Probably Royal Rumble second, Guns N' Roses, and then Maverick. Although it's close on Royal Rumble and Guns N' Roses. I'd go the other way. I'd go Guns N' Roses second. Royal Rumble third, and then... I I go Royal Rumble before Guns N' Roses. I go the opposite way. Because it's just there's more shots. But there's more flow in uh No, there isn't. No. Bullshit. Bullshit. There's three oh freaking shots there to, for the three places where you collect the wrestlers. And you got the two ramps you can do back and forth. It's tons of flow. No, tons not. of flow. It's not like Guns N' Roses where you're just hitting the freaking hole, the saucer, over and over again trying to get the characters. Nah. And it doesn't have the nice little mini play field in the upper right. Royal Rumble is an underrated game. Royal Rumble! Yeah, you should have bought mine. Nah, I don't like it that much. No. <laughs> if I was going to get it that East game, I already said on multiple occasions what that would be. What would that be, Ron? Nobody was trying to bash on a few minutes ago. Lethal Weapon's like the greatest daddy's game ever. It's so fun. The orbits alone make it worth it. Hit the orbit, then shoot the gun and kill the guy. It's great. And he blows apart pretty graphically. I don't think they would do it that way now. And you get to do Data East when you get to do Richie Rich also in 94. Richie Rich. All right, so what do we got next? Well, we kind of did a little bit of the repairs. So we were talking about the fist. Taking the fist there. What other repairs? Oh, my. There are so many repairs. Okay. And actually, Richie Rich was not a copy of... Uh, it was Tommy also. What? Yep. Richie Rich is Tommy also. Fail, Bruce. Man, no, that's second time I got, I got Holy crap. It is an ugly play field in that one. That's the third time you were wrong, Bruce. No, second. I was still wrong the first time in the second one. To whatever you what? just said. <laughs> actually, you, you could say, like, well, then you were wrong twice, Ron, because you agreed with me. Yes, exactly. See, there you go. See, that's what you should have said instead of whatever the hell you just said, which made no sense. Guess who made the rules on Richie Rich? Um, your hero. You got it, baby. Yep. You mean when they stole it from Tommy? No. Well, a little bit, yeah. Well, who, he, who, I think he did do changes. Who made the rules for Tommy? Same person, I think. If it's who you think I'm talking about. 
Come on, you know T- Tommy's got some good rules. So Tom, well, Lonnie well, Rop. Yeah, Lonnie Rop. John Carpenter. Sheets. And John Carpenter. That's the little you know the graphic part of it a little bit. I love John John Carpenter's movies. They're great. Yeah, they're great. What the hell is he doing doing pinball? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Did you actually know a movie director's name? And it was old. Didn't he make the thing? Yes, he made the thing. It was John Carpenter's and, The Thing, technically the title. Okay, like Zach, other things. Question. I forget what they are. Zach, have you watched Star Trek yet? No. See? Huh? Why would I do that? Yeah, don't do that. I mean, any Star Trek. Uh, what was the new one? Oh, so you watched the wrong ones. The, the one of the Beastie Boys. I watched that one. Okay, that was the first one of the new... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, we we are using f bombs in Star Trek movies now. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, you knew the Beastie Boys? Wait, wait, wait. So after I saw the movie, I was like, "That was a really cool scene." I want to look up what song that was, and then I discovered the Beastie Boys, and I was like, "This isn't actually that good. Too bad." <laughs> wow! Wow! We should keep a list of the amount of people you're pissing off. Beastie Boys rule. We'll hear about it this week. Oh, I'm sure we will. I can't wait for all the for all the mail ball bag. The mail, ball the mail ball bag will be filled to capacity. Uh, so, working on a hot tip, we have weak flippers and weak pop and weak slings. Wait, don't you have like five hot tips? I only have three. And this is not his. Yeah, so it's only like two and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one isn't mine though, I'm just fixing it. But it's, it's in my house and it's been there for months, and I play it. And the person who owns it hasn't ever played it or seen it. So... I don't know when I got it. Yeah, but it's not yours either. It was mine for about 10 seconds. So I've tried everything I can think of to fix these weak flippers and bumpers and stuff, and I rebuilt them completely. I checked the voltage. I even went as far as replacing the uh, bridge rectifier to try to fix it, and had no luck at all. So this evening, just before the recording started, I went in. And I replaced the connector that goes from the uh, power switch to the transformer. And things got noticeably better. Wow. And I'm sort of surprised. Did you do the cap switches yet or no? Nope. Okay. So it should be even better then. Mm. Can't wait. But the main thing is on Star Wars. Because we all love boards mounted upside down on the play fields. Yes, we do. It's right. called Spike 2. Are, are you talking about your Star Wars? Yes, my Star Wars. That you actually purchased your Star Wars. Yep. My pretty much brand new Star Wars, because I had a brand new replacement play field put in it right before I received it. You know, so like everything should be spotless, perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got it, I plugged it in, and all the lights in the bottom of the play field were glitching and flickering all over the place. Crosstalk. So, I eventually tracked this down by pressing elimination to the node board for the LEDs of the force targets. If I unplugged that, then all the other lights stopped glitching out, even though that was the last board in the chain. So, you contacted Stern, told them the bad news that they have a problem with their node boards, and what did they say? And they said they'd send me a new board. Okay, that's good. So... Before I even had a chance to install that board, actually during one of my streams, uh, plug that again, because I'm sure everyone wants to watch my high-quality streams of a single camera and 
20 inches of black space on the monitors. Yes, and that stream is Zach, Z-A-C-A-J. So just, just look for that on Twitch. Just twitch.tv slash Zach AJ. Oh, yeah. So while we're playing, uh, it starts spitting two balls into the trough. Why would a stern do that? Well, usually I would assume that that's the trough jam uh, opto acting up. Except that I've already discovered that trough jam opto on Star Wars doesn't do anything when there is a trough jam, and it just ball searches over and over, which is great. But so... You're still in prototype stage. You're still in, uh, you know, you're not in full production code. Which, which also makes me... Do you know, Bruce, when they switched to, back to optos on their troughs? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it's been since KISS. And they've even got a nice little LED on each opto that yes. turns on when it's blocked to yes. help you diagnose things, which is really nice. Yeah, KISS actually started that. But the second run of KISS, not the first run of KISS. There are two runs of KISS? Yes. Wow. Who's buying those? Kiss fans, like Bruce. Those I don't have one. Did I have one? I don't remember having one. So I go in the switch test, and the trough jam opto is stuck. You know, it's always reading open, you know, because it's like sensing there's not a ball, even when there is one. So you reseed the connectors, and it works great. No, that did nothing. So by process of elimination, I started just disconnecting other connectors, and I eventually found that if I disconnect the wire that goes from the note, the light node board before the force targets, which I already had disconnected, if I had disconnect that wire, which wasn't even connected to anything on their end, then the, the trough opto works again. What the hell? Why don't you try an older version of code and see if it does the same thing? That's not actually a bad idea. Thank you. But I also don't want to do it, because I lose my high scores. You can copy That's the high scores. Pain. So instead, I've just unplugged another set of node boards. So now I only have like half the lights in my play field, but I can play it again. I try an older version of code. Save your high scores. Try an older version of code and see what happens. I say try the uh, SAM boards. They, they work better. Yeah, c- can we just go back to uh, some uh, Bally-35? Throw those in? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can we go back to just... Chimes? <laughs> Stepper motors. So, Ron, or do you have any more repairs, Zach? Uh, I guess that's it. I have a casualty. Ooh, I had a casualty this week too. But go ahead, you can do your first casualty. The fist. What? The dragon fist. The plastic that has the fist on it. The big one that's like what's right in the center. That was already broken in half previously, and someone put like a kind of homemade, like, protector underneath it. Well... It didn't protect it. Uh, it got hit again and shipped a piece of the plastic right off. Oh, no, the fist took a shot. Yep, so now it's split in half and a piece of it flew off. So how the hell is it getting hit? Yeah. Exactly. I can't, I can't figure it out either because the metal, they, they, they made a makeshift, like, metal thing underneath it, protector, and the metal extends out far enough where it really should not be able to hit the plastic. The same plastic is broken on this one, too. Yep. Probably, is it split? Like, down the middle? Split uh, horizontally down the middle. Yep. Yep. Although this one was sort of, like, melted back together instead of using a metal protector. Yeah, and it's obviously a problem. Somehow. Maybe maybe they need to re-engineer this again. Maybe we need to call Stern Electronics and see if they can actually get to our... uh... Issues with this game. Or maybe Zach can take his 3D printer and make some kind of Lexan protector thing. 
I could. Then he can give me one of those so I can put it underneath mine. Give you one? Yeah. But then this fist won't be better than your fist. Your fist will still be better because the play feels nicer. No, it's got mylar. Well, you can take that off. Then it won't be nicer. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, come on, man. You have some sockets or something? You can give me a little piece of Lexan. That way I I can get that metal shit off. So the light can actually shine through the plastic, which you can't now because it's just a metal like underneath it. I'll just super glue the one piece together, put the other two pieces on on top of the Lexan, and hopefully it doesn't get hit again. Hopefully you take the fist. Mm. I was worried about that. As soon as I shot that thing, the speed that thing generates is insane. And it's just there's no I, – I, I don't know how more shit doesn't get broken. So, uh, how many light sockets do I have, Zach? Do I got to bring over? Uh, well, count. there are eight insert lights and six GI lights that are out right now. Okay, that's easy. Plus two on the strip, but I, you're not going to do much about that besides just soldering stuff onto it. Yeah, yeah. But there's got to be more bad sockets than that. Oh, I'm sure we'll find more, but like those are the ones that were didn't even work when I put new bulbs in them. So. Uh... I had a casual this week. I had two casualties this week at the bar. One, the opto did fully fail on Star Trek, and me and Zach had to take apart the ship to get to that opto. That was fun, wasn't it, Zach? You say it like it's just the ship and not like everything within a few inches of the ship. I know. Terrible design. And he was yelling at Steve Ritchie. Which ship? The big ship. Oh. The big ship that does nothing but costs hundreds of dollars. I've taken that off several times. What's the problem? You act like it's difficult. It's not a bad bad design. design. Worked fine when I did it. I had to take it off several times because the thing didn't work right. So it's not a bad design, but doesn't work right. It didn't didn't work right because they didn't adjust it properly. Because it uses the exact same tab adjustment mechanism as the trap door on dialed in. Except this one, they actually did adjust it, but they just adjusted it improperly. Okay. I I had that thing off three times. Yeah, my opto failed, so we had to replace it. Once we did, it's been working flawless. And then last night, I had to work on a Tommy. Is that yours, Bruce? No, it is some guy I uh, know so well. Uh, he puts games on my place. Oh, Zach! The bolt between the link dropped out on the dropped left flipper. The left flipper that you've worked on before? Well, the left flipper I did the coil stop on last time. Does that have, like, a nylon lock nut on it? It does. Must be just getting played so much. It is. You know, you saw, you saw your yeah. numbers. You were pretty surprised, weren't you? I was hoping for quadruple digits. Yeah, well, you got close. It wasn't even... It was there a month. It's been there a month, and I think it's done pretty well for a month. It's only broken, like, once every week. It's great. Once every couple of days. But I've only had to go it. fix it once a week. Yes, we fixed it though. That, that's I fixed what matters that. though. That's what cuts into my profit margins. Yes. Well, you get free. You get free food. Hey guys, how's it going? That's good. I'm Ron Hallett. I'm the other guy in the podcast. How's that league going out there? The league? What league? That league that's gonna get put together any day now out in Eastern New York. It is. I'm sure, I, I, right? I hope I have. I hope someone tells me right? spearheading. I'm not spearheading shit. I already offered my whole game room up to anyone who wants to have a league. So, Zach, I, the reason why I brought you on 
There is a method to my madness. It's not just my charming personality? Or your criticism of games? No, his great taste in games. So it's not just my personality and my great taste. There's another reason you want me to be on your podcast even more. Yes, yes, of course. You can announce the good news, what you're head of now for Western New York Pinball. I'm the head? When that happen? You're the head. You're the head. Jim, Jim said you were the man, Jim Metzler, who is the... Is that, is that how it works? That's how it worked. He passed it all off on to you, kiddo. Oh, boy. Okay. Perhaps you can announce what this is, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither do any of the listeners. Jim, a Rochester local and member of the Rochester uh, New York League, and Bruce are putting together a bi-weekly pinball team league at Bruce's bar, the Silver Ball Saloon. In East Rochester, New York. What's the web address, Bruce? TheSilverBallSaloon.com. So we're going to get together teams, uh, three or four or five, and get together, and everyone but me will probably drink a whole bunch, and then we'll play okay. some pinball. And Bruce might even play some pinball, or maybe he won't. And so Ron, Ron, when are you going to come out? Huh? Every other week, right? Exactly. No. no. He complains he has no pinballs, Zach. Do you see this? Yeah. And he never drives for it. And he won't drive four hours one way to come play some. Come on. I know. Three yeah. hours. Three I'll, half. I'll drive an hour and 30 minutes to play it like I, I did this Sunday. But yeah, no, no, I'm not driving that long. Sorry. Fail. Yep. And where did you play this weekend? I was at the world-famous Rock Fantasy in Middletown, New York. And what were you there for? I was there for a little... But mostly for fun tournament using the matchplay.events software. And I finished eighth out of like 31 people. What was, the, what was the name of the tournament? I can't say the name of the tournament yet, Bruce. Oh. Mm. But it was, I had, you saw my record, the amazing consistency. Eighth. No, but of, my, of the rounds. Yes, so you, I did. you finished eighth every round? Is that what you're saying? No. In four-player groups, I was first, then last, then first, then last, <laughs> then last, then first, then last, then third, then last, then first again. It was a fail moment. Was this one of those tournaments where, like, when you do better, you move up to the harder players? Yes. So you just kept getting beaten back down by, like, everyone <laughs> above the top eight? Why do we have Zach on again? Uh, I love him when he comes on and makes fun of you. <laughs> I'm sure there were some good players there, right, Ron? Yes, sir. There were many good players there. Pinball Princess was there. Tim Sexton was there. S Jerry Sapp was there. The Towel was there. Greg Pavarelli? Yeah. How about Anthony? Yeah, he was there. So there's the number seven. Yeah, so there's seven people. <laughs> so that's why you're eighth, right? <laughs> you done? It's time for the mail ball bag. Oh, my. And we have, let's see, Robert Byers. He is just starting to listen to us now. Wow, he's, he's a little behind us, but he's enjoying it. Hey, Ron and Bruce, this is my request to be the 50th episode special guest. Oops. Hmm. As a close friend of Colin McAlpine... Current A-Division Pinburg champion, I have the ability to name drop with the best of them. To demonstrate Ooh. this ability, I will mention that I finished second in my first ever tournament back in 2005 to a scrub named Jim Belsito. Hey, now. 
Also, I've had the pleasure of battling with Trent Augustine and Bob Matthews many times down here in Texas. Oh, he's got he's way in on this name dropping thing. Yeah, and as they come and visit most of our bigger tournaments. In addition to name dropping, my Beavis and Butthead impressions are excellent. Ooh, so I should fit right in the show. The only issue is I do not have a time machine to go back and be the guest as I am working through each podcast to catch up to the present. Colin put me on to the Slam Till podcast on December 5th, 2017 because he knows my humor taste and I have been binge listening from episode one. Mm-hmm. I am currently listening to episode 46 through 49 and wanted to enter the contest. Fail. Ah, this life sucks and stuff. Haha, <laughs> read as Beavis. Anyway, I have heard my name mentioned once in episode 28 so far when Tim Balls was talking about circuit finals pairing. Maybe I can be the first guest that has been watched, been watched, yeah, listen to all your podcasts. I see you were on episode 74, so I figure it might take another month to catch up. It will be also be interesting to see if I get any shout-outs in the future episode and random conversation with guests. I am loving the podcast, and it makes my work drives and workout sessions more tolerable. I enjoy the balance of humor, tech conversation, games you like and hate. I'd buy that guest, and most of all the George Decay and Beavis and Butthead jokes. Hope to see Time you out. Time yes. out. Yes. He works out. Yeah, he works out. He can't be a pinball player, then. Why? Because what are you talking about? You ever see Zach Sharp? That dude like does marathons and stuff. Well, he's the he's the exception to the rule. Well, because he's in marketing, he has to be buff. He's marketing himself. I I work out. Don't you work out? No. Zach works out every day, right, Zach? Oh yeah, I got to move these pinball machines. See? Yeah, that's how I work out. He's pumping iron constantly. In between my thousand crunches, you know. Th- thousand crunches. All right. But what are you crunching? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bubble wrap. I don't yes, know. There you go. Hope this email comes to your mail ball bag and doesn't end up in your junk. See what I did there? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Keep up the good work. I appreciate your time and effort putting this podcast out. Thanks. Robert Byers, player 164. Hi, Robert. Thank you for listening. Welcome. Then we have a second email from Robert Byers. Oh, my God. He's, he, he did a time machine oh, thing, no. didn't he? He's stalking us. Oh, my. Binge listening update, episode 50. I knew it was going to be Ryan C. as the guest. Excellent interview and conversation. I just pissed myself a little from the Jeff Teolis thank you recap at the end. That was funny. That is, That's back that when is, he liked uh, us before he started yeah, to was, insult us. And say we were jumping the jumping shark. Jumping the shark. It was hilarious. I think Jeff putting that together sums up my experience so far of the show. Thanks. Robert Byers, player 164. P.S. Shout out to the Pinball Princess. And P.P.S. I find myself becoming sad that I will only be able to listen to one podcast a week in the near future. Oh. Aww. Speaking of the pinball princess. Oh no. You got your popcorn? I got my nap thing, my little you know, little bedtime thing with my little You guys are so mean. Not mean, being realistic. She's the one who clued me in that Zach has a stream now. I was unaware of this. Yeah, was I. It's a great stream, Zach. I love that that just black space on the left side of the screen. Uh, I'm sure you love my uh riveting commentary too. Well, you don't say anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've listened to it on mute because I figured it would be the same. Do you at least read the chat? Oh, yeah, but no one messaged anything, so it's the same either way. I have favorited you, so I'll be able to see when you're on. Unless I don't get an email and it doesn't work, like I've been told happens with our stream. I'm sure that would never happen to you, Bruce. Never. Never. Dear Ron and Bruce, 
I believe I have already expressed this to Ron, but I understand his trepidation regarding the remastering of the TNA music. The higher-pitched note adds more contrast to the music, particularly with the bass. That said, I personally do not have a preference either way. Each track would give a different feel to the music and to the game, but without playing the game, I cannot comment concretely. That said, if Ron is not alone in his opinion, or even if he is, perhaps there would be a compromise wherein there could be an option to choose one music, classic or remastered. At the beginning of the game, the way one chooses their music at the beginning of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or Lethal Weapon 3. Wait a minute. You can choose your music on Frankenstein? Yeah, you can choose the Edgar Wright Frankenstein song or the uh, soundtrack from the movie. I did not know that. We're so new every day. Because I don't really play Frankenstein that often because I, I didn't really think it was that good a game. What do you think of Frankenstein? So you probably like it then. Uh, so it's got two cool shots and then there's nothing else in the rest of the play field. So not like He it. agreed with you. He agreed with you, Ron. Okay. Also, I would like to thank you for mentioning the upcoming Sweet Talker Tournament. I had procrastinated on signing up due to the conflict with the Upstate Finals for which I would have been an alternate considering the strong OCPC contingent. Even if I had no shot of getting in, I considered tagging along in the interest of sitting down, watching my friends play pinball, and munching on funnel cake, fries, and burgers. Mm-hmm. I will content myself, however, with watching the stream and cheering on everyone I know in the finals, which is pretty much the entire field. My next visit to the Silver Ball Saloon will have to wait exactly a month to stomp west, for which I am signing up as soon as possible as I send this to you guys. Which she did. Thank you. Wait, sign-ups are open? Sign-ups are open. Oh, damn. I better sign up. Can you just sign me up, Bruce? Or do I have to sign up? You gotta pay. I gotta pay? Really? Pay! Yes, it's a pre-registration for 15 or <sighs> regular for 20. Even after all the filming I'm gonna do, I don't get a free entry? No? No. No? No. Damn. I do look forward to the Sweet Talker. The tournament, as I have competed in the last two years, is incredibly fun. Women's tournaments have a tendency to have a... Hard time. A hard time. (laughs) A peculiar convivial air to them. No matter how competitive it gets, there always seems to be a lighthearted rapport among the women playing, as though it's a group of friends who just happen to be engaging in a fierce competition. It's a slightly different feeling than, say, a relaxed league night. It's hard to explain, but the feeling is reassuring and relaxing in all but the tensest of competitive moments. The women of New England are great players, making stiff competition, and it's great playing with them. Chuck is a wonderful host, and the Wicked Pissa Pinball Pit is a fantastic venue. I'm excited to compete, keeping it under 420 words. (laughs) Heh, 420. Player 319... One five. Thank you. So that empties out the mail ball bag. So, Ron, did I hear mention of streaming the Stomp West tournament? Yes, we will be streaming the Stomp West tournament. Oh, boy. Isn't that exciting? The whole world can tune in. The whole world can tune in. I still need my freaking cables, and Amazon's been a little slow here in the delivery. I'm starting to get concerned. I need my 65-foot USB repeater cables so I can make this happen. Otherwise, uh, we won't be able to reach very far with the camera. You're not going to go straight to microwave? Straight? No, I'm not going straight to microwave. Come on, you need to get on in-disc levels, Ron. In-disc levels. Jesus, yes. I'm going to have separate cameras and rigs for every game. 
going into it. Just, just go back to the episode with Carl D'Angelo where he explains all the hardware. That's all the stuff I'm going to be buying. Thousands of dollars worth of it. No, I'm not. Sorry. But I, I will be arriving the Friday before because I need to check out the internet. Yes, yes, yes. I need to make sure we do some... Throttling. Throttling. So, uh, Stomp. When is that, boys and girls? Stomp West, which we talked about it like everyone knows. That was just announced. It was uh, March 10th, 2018, starting at 1 p.m. Doors will open at 11.30. Special opening time for all you boys and girls out there. At the beautiful Silver Ball Saloon in East Rochester, New York, 135 West Commercial Street. Four hours of match play and then playoffs afterwards. We have to thank Mr. Kevin Manny for his beautiful poster that he made with the not Harrison Ford. It's Harrison Ford. Nope. It says there's an asterisk next to it that says not Harrison Ford. Oh, we're going to get into that again. I'm just telling Kevin you what. Drew that with his own hands, Bron. He knows. Yes, he knows. So, like the Gottlieb James Bond, that's not Roger Moore. That's James Bond. By your same logic. No, that's a person dressed up as James Bond. Yes, exactly. Just like this is someone from the marketing department of Williams dressed up as Indiana Jones. Now I have a question. Is Star Wars Harrison Ford? No, obviously not. That's not Harrison Ford or Carrie Fisher or Mark Hamill. Those are the characters of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Princess Leia, right? If you're using that logic. Zach? I mean, they are the characters. You know, I can't really... Argue with that. I still can't tell if the art is hand drawn or like filtered Photoshop or what. Which means it's great, right? It is pretty good, I'll say. The artwork sucks. The artwork's terrible on that. No. Yes. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It's not the it's not like Paragon levels or anything, but like I don't ask it to be Paragon levels. It's on the level of Goldeneye. You mean Goldeneye done by the same person as Paragon? Goldeneye was not done by Paragon. Pretty sure. No, I think Paul Ferris did Goldeneye. I think he's right. Remember, Paul Ferris did do some Sega stuff. Yep, Paul Ferris. Yep, he did Frankenstein too. Wrong again, Bruce. Yep. Wow. So, so far you're way ahead of me. And he did Star Wars. Pretty sure. The thing is, I have to change a previous answer that I gave when I said, well, it was the last Steve Ritchie game with good artwork. Do you remember what I said, Bruce? No. Man, you suck. Okay. Star Trek? No. No, no. he said, uh, was it Spider-Man? What did I say? Spider-Man? Play no. better. Play better, asshole. Holy shit, Oh, no deaths. fear. No fear. I have to change that. Because No Fear doesn't actually have good artwork? No, it has, it it has great artwork. No. 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 It, it, yes, it does. It's worse than Star Wars. Oh, bullshit. No, no, oh, no, wow. Dude, dude, come on. I think we need another poll. What is better artwork, Star Wars or No Fear? Which Star Wars? Uh, your Star Wars. Pro. I, I don't care. Pro, great. We, we need to specify because we don't want people like judging off the LE artwork or yeah, something. Yeah, I want, I want the vote. For the five votes we get, it'll be 5-0 No Fear, guaranteed. Make it so, number one, with a number two. Yeah, make it so. You're the you're the poll guy. Nah. Come on, that, that's a cool. I don't poll. listen. I don't follow my polls. Yep. Yeah. Well, this is just for fun poll. Oh, okay. That's an interesting one. So that's your job Thursday. Put that one up there. Okay. Which game has better art? No fear or star stern Star Wars Pro? There, we'll be very specific. 
Thank you. As I was saying, I changed my answer. I'm going to say Elvis. Yeah, I have an Elvis at the shop. I'm going to say cool. Elvis. Because at least it's it's hand-drawn. It's not Photoshop. Oh, see! See, 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 see right. And to use that much pink, man, you, you got you to gotta have some confidence in your artwork there. So you can pre-register for Stomp. I can. Where do I go for that? You go to the Silver Ball Saloon on Facebook. Go under Events. Or you can just go up to the top and type in Stomp West. Or you just go straight to PayPal. And go right to PayPal and go to wizard underscore mode at yahoo.com. You're $15 until February 27th. After that, you got to pay $20 at the door. Okay, so if you don't have Facebook, folks, you can PayPal $15 to, what was that again? Wizard underscore mode at yahoo.com. Okay, cut off. Wizard underscore mode at yahoo.com. Yes. Would you like them to send it as friends and family, Bruce? Of course they would. Be sure to send it as friends and family so he doesn't get feed. So you get more money in your winnings. Yep. The trophy has been ordered. Trophy one. Oh, only only the winner gets the trophy. Screw everyone else. Oh, you're we're gonna not, not going to get like Funko Pops or something like last time? Funko Pops. <laughs> Funko Pops. What did, what did you just say? I don't even know what you just did, said. Didn't you give like the weird like dolls or whatever of... George Decay or something. Those are bobbleheads. Stomp, and that was the Those winner. Yes. Pops. Yes. They're they bobblehead dolls. That's Uncle Pops. You were George Decay. This time we're going to try to find Harrison Ford ones. But then there are none. No, you need to find Indiana Jones ones. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Indiana Jones ones. Wrong again. That's five? Because it, no, because it is Harrison. It says not Harrison Ford, but I think it is. Oh, so you're on my side. No. But you just, uh, I'm thoroughly confused. I, I, my head is spinning. I'm just losing all logic here. Yes, so that is Stomp. This is truly the Slam Tilt world. And we're going to have a side tournament. Ooh, a side tournament, just like we had at the at Stomp East? Yes. And what game is this going to be on? To be determined. Oh, Jesus. You should just make it on Stars like the other one. Nope, it's going to be an old Stern, though. You just like Stars, yes. But maybe not stars. Okay. All the money and all the coin drop will be going to Project Pinball. Project Pinball, putting games in children's hospitals. Yes. We have a new game at, at the old Silverball Saloon. And it is? World Poker Tour from Mr. Tim Balls. He sold it to somebody and now it's at the bar. Oh. And he's got more issues than freaking Carter's got liver pills. What happened to the repairs section, Bruce? Well, I forgot about that one because it's been so fresh in my mind. <laughs> so it literally has so many things wrong with it, it doesn't even make the list. It doesn't even make the it list. It doesn't I'm even sorry. constitute as a repair. It'll be next week's whole list of the list. The whole Unfortunately, li- I, think it, I think it needs an opto board. And unfortunately... Oh, for the lock? No. For the drop targets. For the... Oh... And isn't it the one that's missing, the uh, the bushing for the, the flipper on the upper play field? I fixed that already. That was easy. You're the probably bushing? No. The, you know how the white bushing goes up into the play field? Yep. And there's a clear plastic tube that goes from the play field all the way through the shaft of the hold <laughs> field. If you say so. Well, it does. Mr. Bruce got a little genius and took some brake line. <laughs> 
with the flare and cut the flare exactly the same height. And guess what? Works like a charm. You're, you're just like an op, Bruce. It's a I Wow, that's bad. <laughs> Doesn't it have like just a bushing just like No Fear has? No. No, no, no fancy metal bushings here. Fancy little long bushings, not at all. Oh. You'd think they would have used that since it worked great on No would, Fear. It yeah. worked well, but it was probably... Does it work good on No Fear? Yes, it does. It cool. does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I had to fix that. And his op- it, the one drop target keeps on going, ching, 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 like three or four times. So I was going to swap it out, but I didn't have time this week. So I want to swap it and see if it jumps. I have a question for for you, World Poker Tour experts. Do you actually ever shoot the drop targets for anything? You have to in certain modes if you want to get big points. Really? Okay. So but for you don't mode, basically. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's like 20 targets or whatever, and I hardly ever see anyone actively shoot any of them. No, you don't want to actually. No, you don't want to go for anything. Unless it's like the last shot you need to get into that special mode. I mean, as with every Keith Johnson game, the only viable strategy is just stack everything. Stack and ramps. So just get one of those modes and then get like three multi-balls going, and then you'll be good. I don't get why there's so many drop targets if you never hit any of them. Because you've got to fill up all that empty space. Yes. That's stupid. So, are you ready, boys and girls? Oh, God. What are we ready for? Would I buy that? Oh, boy. Would okay. you or would you not buy that? We're going to go to eBay, boys and girls, out there in podcast land. Those who are still awake, we're going to eBay. And we're going to look at my watch list. The Medusa is still, the one from last week, Medusa is still for sale at 2025 with 13 hours left. So it will be gone by the time we play this episode. No, but, it'll just be relisted. Ooh. But, uh... Are you ready for the first one, guys? Sure. One one two seven seven nine nine eight eight zero two nine. Paragon lying on its lying on the ground. What? Yeah. What the? F- Turned on with no displays showing. One one display. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. What's with the picture? Why did they do that? Yeah, the picture literally looks like if you took Paragon and you were really pissed. You were really pissed. You like had a bad ball, like like say Zach, and you just tipped the game straight <laughs> up. You literally tipped it just all the way up, so it just landed on its back box. Then you took a picture of it from that angle. That's what the picture looks like. Yeah, well, it's easier to so work on weird. the heads that way. It's easier to work on the boards than the head. This is so fucked up. Just take the head off. Yeah. Oh, that and this. Oh God, that is literally what they did. What the hell are they doing? Does it come with legs? <sighs> I they're on the side. Maybe not. Some time-related signs of wear. Uh, yeah. Time-related. I guess that's one way to call it. As in major playfield wear. Yeah, I thought you guys would like that. But the inserts are going to look good. Uh, yeah, okay. $750, would you buy that? God fucking no. No. I wouldn't pay that for a working Paragon. Ooh. Oh, them's fighting Ooh. words. Boo. Paragon is awesome. I, I, I might pay seven fifty for a working Paragon. There you go. Right flipper doesn't work. I know, boy, Which you got all the good stuff. Some bulbs are out. Did you know some bulbs are out? No, yeah, but the keys are, are included, though. Oh, wow. They were there. Next. One, five, two. Eight, four, eight. Seven, seven, nine. Nine, five, six. Oh, boy. It's a beat the clock. 
1963 version. It has new rubbers, bulbs, and it's in good working condition. Let's see. Local pickup in Maryland. Playfield looks all right. Comes with an original book, if I can find it. <laughs> That's a good what? selling point. Wait a minute. It was restored, but then you have a line like it comes with an original book. What does that mean? Oh, and it has new ribbers. I don't know what they are. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, my. And the pinball is amazing. You know, it's, it's, it has a $2,600 value because not many of them were made. Mm. So at this $1,500 price they have it, it's, it's worth it. It is definitely worth it. I love the way they took the glass off for these pictures. Oh, wait. Um, no. <laughs> I love the way they took them in three separate lighting conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Take the one off, so it's 500 and then subtract some more, and okay. I would pay 500 for this. Okay, so you pay 500 for this. One owner for 42 years. Wow. That's what it says. Home use only since eight months ago. <laughs> I like the ones that say, yeah, home, uh, 1992 getaway. It's been home use only for five years. My God. <laughs> yeah, high speed. Home use only since 1990. Yeah, you got the shit beat out of it for four years. I wouldn't buy high speed. Oh, wrong again. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just trying to process the whole not liking high speed thing. How do you not like high speed? What's wrong with high speed? Pretty boring. Boring? It's the game that literally changed pinball. It's the first game with a story. The first game where they played a complete song. First game with auto replay percentaging. Yeah, the first game that changed pinball, just like unlike all those other first games that changed pinball. No, this one changed pinball. Not like Space Shuttle or Humpty Dumpty. The first game of a toy, really? What's the first game with a toy? Space Shuttle, supposedly. That's not a toy. It's not interactive. It's just a... It's just you a, shoot it. You don't shoot. You shoot a ramp that it sits on top of. You fly off into space with your space shuttle. Back to high speed. Uh, awesome. Rule set. Larry DeMar. Great sound. It has the Steve Ritchie shot. That was so good. He used it over and over again. Come on. There's just some things you don't say. And that's that high speed's not good. High speed's not good. Wow. Wow. Hold on, let me just drop Zach from the call so we can finish this up. <laughs> Over 200 likes on our Facebook page. Thank you. Thank you to all our Facebook. I was going to say listeners. I don't know that's correct. Facebook followers. Who listen to us. Hopefully they're still listening to us. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, they're, they're... Come on, Bruce. Energy. Come on. I'm fine. Ron, they went fell I've already, jumped, I've already jumped the shark freaking months ago. Yeah, right, Zach. I think they fell asleep when uh, fixing games and all that. They just left. No, nobody wants to talk about tournaments either. We didn't talk about tournaments. Yes, we did. We talked about your tournament. Yeah, that was for what? All of 30 seconds? Nobody wants to hear it. No one wants to hear it. By that logic, this should be one of our higher rated podcasts because it had the least tournament talk. And it's got everyone's favorite guest, too. That'll just shoot the ratings <laughs> right up there. Everyone loves Zach. Everyone Your comments Zach. can be brought, if we can be sent to slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. You can also address them straight to spam at zacaj.com. <laughs> so let's sign to pay some bills, Bruce. Yes, uh, saloon.com in East Rochester, New York, with 20 pinball machines, hopefully soon to be 21 to 22, by the time Stomp West comes. 
come on by, check us out. Don't forget, we also are having the Upstate Championships with all three of us playing in it on February 10th. www.pinballlifter.com. Come check us out. We are going to Allentown this year. Check out for our lifters, tilters, helpers, all the good stuff you need. Wheel kits, mods. Use your brain, not your back. To move your pinball with ease. Pinball star, Joe Newhart. He sells the brand new Houdini. He sells Jersey Jack. He sells Chicago Gaming. Get your games from him. Order them right up. Great guy to deal with. And don't forget, we also deal with uh, Mike Pupo, Flipper Fidelity. He also sells Stern Pinball Machines. Best sound system for your pinball machine is from Mike Pupo and Flipper Fidelity. Don't forget, we make no money off these guys. No money. None. Just tell them we sent you. And be sure to listen to all our fellow podcasts. Podcasts such as This Flippin' Cock... Pl- yeah, let me try that again. This Flippin' Cock Block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shame I'm going to have to cut that, but man, that was No, funny. you don't have to. I'll no, say it again. That, that was a little... <laughs> Jesus Christ. This Flippin' Cock Block. <laughs> Be sure to listen to our fellow podcasts, podcasts such as this flipping podcast, the uh, Pinball Players Podcast. Hi, Jeff. Uh, I hate to say this. Pinball Profile with Jeff Teolis. Yeah, since uh, we jumped the shark. And the head-to-head guys. Well, Ryan didn't say anything, so hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan, but Martin. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> also, bro, do you even talk pinball? The Canadian Pinball Podcast. Mike Dimas. And all the other pinball podcasts out there that we all love and etc. Since Nate's dead to me. <laughs> yeah, coast to coast. Um, and also, hi, Zach. Hey, he's here. Hey, Zach. Hi, Ron. Oh, hello. Hey, Steve. We get to see you in two weeks. Steve Bowden, fun with bonus. We yes. forgot to mention you last week. We know we're bad. Sometimes we miss stuff. Fail. Fail. Let's see. Anyone else? I'm sure we're missing something. But uh, a little birdie told me we may have a major announcement next week. Yes. That we are privy to. We have insider info. I love saying that because people on Pinside love to say how they have insider info and then they don't tell anyone anything. We will. Well, we will. We won't troll you. This is just the build-up part. So be sure to tune in next week, next Thursday, for this major industry-defining announcement that will occur. We are the Slam Till Podcast. This has been episode 76, Lethal Weapon 3. And before I say goodbye, Bruce, hey, Zach, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, join the Rochester Team League. I know you're all in the area all the time, right? Yep, and that's on Western New York Pinball in uh, Facebook. Check us out. Don't think about your Twitch channel? And Zach has a Twitch channel. Be sure to like it, but be sure to bookmark it. And, and when he's ever he's on, make sure to comment frequently. Yeah, just insult my playing constantly. Yes, it's twitch.tv slash ZachAJ. That's Zach without the H. Z-A-C-A-J. We are the Slam Till Podcast. We can be reached at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. You can send all your Zach fan mail and hate mail there. (laughs) And all your Bruce fan mail and hate mail there. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Chris K. 